All y'all that said that Anthony didn't get it, now what you going to say? Got to take it all back. I told you, don't bet against Ant-Man. Don't forget, we go way back. Hey, folks, DOC in for the Hoffman once again as we continue to continue doing what we do throughout the week as Craig is working on a medical breakthrough in uh, diagnosing what we can discover while you sleep. And it's no joke. I guarantee if anybody can break through and discover the secrets, it's Craig Hoffman. So a few more days, Hoffman will be doing what he does, and we will keep this cruise ship afloat in the meantime. Um, My old broadcast partner, my tag team partner, the man that I was so blessed with to learn from a guy who doesn't sleep. He's bionic. And um, since we last shared a goblet, he has gone on to just break world record after world record. He just left the gymnasium. He sleeps in in an oxygen tent. I don't even know how this guy was able to conceive. conceive. I really don't. I mean, that was a medical miracle in itself. Uh, Some people doubt whether or not he's human. But I have seen his bride and his family, and he is. I've met his his father. He is human. And it's the one and only Al Galdi. Gals, how was the workout today? Uh, DOC, it went well. You know, as for the conceiving, we're still awaiting the test results. So uh, as of now, nothing is for sure. But thank you for having me. So it's not, con- it's not been confirmed. That's right. Exactly. Right, yeah. Exactly. Okay, good deal. Yeah. And by the way, to uh, Brother Miller, wanted me to send you uh, his, uh, his well wishes as well. And the last time that we met and, I, and we chatted, and I said, you know, everybody wants the first thing out of their mouth, Galdi, if you speak to Galdi. And I said, well, you know, that's – Everything that we discuss is classified. So I, first thing I mentioned to them, first of all, with the second pick in the 2024 NFL draft, the Washington Commanders do what? Yes, that is uh, an excellent question. Well, I think as things look right now, Chicago is going to move on from uh, Justin Fields and take Caleb Williams. So I think the discussion of – should slash will the commanders trade up from two to one? I, I think that is fading away. So I, I do think it's going to be a Drake made Jaden Daniels decision at two. You know, there is a wild card in all of this, and that is what if Adam Peters and company fall in love with a quarterback not named Drake May or Jaden Daniels? So, you know, a Bo Nix or uh, a mm-hmm. JJ McCarthy. So, you know, mm-hmm. that is a possibility, but. I think there's a lot to like with both May and Daniels. As things stand now, I would lean May over Daniels. I have concerns about Daniels staying healthy. Um, if you watch him run, he is really impressive as a runner, mm-hmm. but he takes on contact, man. And, you know, we dealt with that with Robert years ago. And that's Bobby. one of those things. Yeah, your, your, your guy, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't know that you can coach that out of someone. Now, you know, maybe a guy can improve in that regard, but if someone has a penchant for welcoming contact, for not avoiding contact, boy, I think you're flirting with danger. And it's one thing to be that way at the FBS level, but when you're that way in the NFL, like guys are bigger, stronger, faster. I think it's tough. So that's my biggest concern with Jaden Daniels. But there is a lot to like with him. And it's interesting, Doc, there is a wide range of opinions on this. Like, there, there is no real consensus on Bay versus Daniels. You know, you talk to 
10 people and, and you'll get, you know, five people leaning one way, five leaning the other way. Right now, I'm leaning Drake May, uh, but I recognize that there's great temptation with Jaden Daniels. A lot of analysts and a lot of super scientists have spent hours trying to look at different modulars as to, well, what if they were offered a deal? Is there any deal that could persuade you to maybe move back a few picks and pick up some draft capital? Is there any move, is there any one that could entice you to make a move out of the number two position? Not unless I really like one of these quarterbacks who I think I could get later in the draft. Uh, to me, this is all about quarterback. And, you know, you can have all the draft capital you want, but if you don't have the guy at quarterback, then I don't know how much the draft capital matters. This is the greatest opportunity our team has had in many, many years to finally settle this issue of not having a franchise quarterback. And we get it. Like, there's no guarantee it to. We all understand that. But this is a golden opportunity, not just a number two overall pick in a draft, but a number two overall pick in a draft that is perceived, and I'll stress that word perceived, <laughs> to be a good draft for quarterbacks. Now, we know how this can go. Maybe 10 years from now, we look back on this draft, yeah, and we're laughing at this draft and how bad it was for quarterbacks. But as things stand right now, this is viewed as a good draft for quarterbacks. And so to not get the very best guy who you can get in this draft, I just think it, it would be foolish and um, draft capital is nice, but look, our team actually already has a good bit of draft capital. Now more would be better, but nothing is better than having that franchise guy. So, you know, so much of this is about what the team thinks. Does the team really like Drake May and Jaden Daniels? Does the team prefer somebody else? And the wild card in all of this is what are these guys like as people? Cause we don't know that, you know, we can watch the tape. We can look at the stats, but how are these guys as workers? How are these guys as teammates? You know, do these guys love football? Do you have to beg these guys to show up early at the facility? That kind of a thing. And, you know, we just don't know. And, and this is why I think next week is so crucial, right? The combine, you get to start to meet with these people. Eventually, you, you have them in for visits. And that may be as important as anything that's on film. Like, what are these guys as people? That's a big deal. Galdi, uh, super producer Anthony Haney here. Uh, could you You kind of mumble. Could you say that a little bit like with a little more bass in your voice, please? <laughs> You didn't say it like you believe it. The super producer, Anthony Haney here. Uh, Could you see a situation uh, with the commanders where we actually end up actually going the veteran quarterback route and, you know, possibly trading back, taking a a guy like a Joe Alt or Olu Fashanu and, you know, getting more assets and acquiring an asset through the draft uh, along those lines? Well, I want to first acknowledge this. Several years ago, I got a text from Anthony Haney late one Saturday night that he was at a club and Monte Nicholson was there. Anyone who goes clubbing with Monte Nicholson <laughs> is someone yes. who has to be feared, okay? So I want to yes. make that clear, all right? Yes. Haney, Haney goes clubbing with Monte. I want people to know that. Yes. But, yes. but as, as far as the veteran quarterback, uh, you never say never, right? I just don't think that that's the way to go. Um, you know, could the team pull it off? Like the Kirk Cousins thing is out there mm-hmm. that Washington could throw a bunch of money at Kirk and then do other things with that number two overall pick. I think that if this team was in a better position from a standpoint of like to win now, uh, I think maybe you'd entertain that. But, you know, specific to Kirk, forget about like that he was here and all that. 
he, he's an older quarterback now coming off an Achilles injury. Like, I, I, I'm not interested in spending a ton of money on someone like that. He could still be a good quarterback. I think he has been a good quarterback. But uh, I think this is your chance to start fresh, to get someone young, to get someone on a rookie contract, and to have what is the holy grail in the NFL, which is the great quarterback on a rookie contract. Like, there's nothing more valuable than that. You get a franchise guy who you don't have to truly pay for five years uh, and I get it. If he's really good, you probably end up signing him to an extension after like, you know, a few years. But you get the idea. Like you get the great quarterback on a rookie contract. There's nothing better than that. To say nothing of you're not getting someone with mileage on his body, you know, coming off injury, et cetera. So um, it, it's an interesting scenario. It's been bandied about. Like uh, I, it, it's funny. Like if you go to gambling sites, almost all of them list the commanders as a potential destination for Kirk. And usually these gambling sites, they don't just throw stuff against the wall. Like, it's usually based on intel and things that they think uh, are at least uh, somewhat possible. But I I would uh, lean toward not doing that. I I think this is your chance. You can do this the right way. Get the young franchise guy, and uh, hopefully our team gets that guy. And uh, we we talk about, you know, possibly, you know, drafting this franchise QB. But who are we going to necessarily surround this young quarterback with? And what is your – I guess your trust in, you know, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury to do our, you know, potential franchise quarterback just right. Yeah. So I've had a lot of guests on my podcast to talk about Kingsbury because I think he's a really interesting guy. Obviously he's a known name, but you know, what exactly has he been about? I think that, you know, has been worthy of uh, exploration. And the one thing to really like about Kingsbury is he does have an impressive track record of working with, and developing quarterbacks. I know people can get sucked into he as a head coach hasn't had very good records, and that's true. He hasn't, but he's not here to be a head coach. He's here to be an offensive coordinator, and in a lot of ways, he's here to develop a quarterback. Like, that really is the role here. And you look at his track record going back to 2011 at Houston with Case Keenum, who had a monster 2011 season at Houston, the best season that Johnny Manziel ever had, 2012, first freshman ever to win the Heisman, Cliff Kingsbury was Manziel's offensive coordinator. Cliff was Patrick Mahomes' collegiate head coach. Cliff actually did some good things with Kyler Murray in Arizona. I know things fell apart between those two, but Kyler, over his first three seasons before the injury and before things really got weird, was trending well. Like He was, he was developing into a, a good quarterback. Um, and so I, I think there's enough of a track record there with Kingsbury to say, okay, this guy has done good things with young quarterbacks. And hopefully he can do some more of those things here. I thought it was interesting, too, at his introductory presser uh, last Thursday afternoon, he distanced himself from the air raid offense. I mean, most people think Cliff Kingsbury, they think air raid. And he made it a point to say that he would not label what he's going to do here as the air raid. So, you know, I think that's something to keep in mind, too. It, it, It may not be fully formed what exactly he wants to do offensively. You know, maybe he wants to get a better sense of what the team has on the roster and uh, what some of these other assistant coaches think, guys like Brian Johnson and Anthony Lynn. So uh, to answer your question, I think Kingsbury could do a really good job here. I think his track record speaks to having done well with young quarterbacks. And I think a big key here is all of these coaches being on the same page because these are names, but they haven't worked together previously. So are they all going to mesh well? You know, So you think about Kingsbury and Johnson and Lynn and Tavita Pritchard, you know, are they all going to be on the same page and pulling in the same direction uh, with whoever the quarterback is? Chief Operating Officer of the Al Galdi podcast is the one and only Al Galdi. I am 
really fascinated by Sam Darnold because I would have lost everything I own because I would have bet on the Trojan to knock it out of the park. Um, you know, Brig Owens, this is a fun fact, and also a shout-out to Patty Owens, Briggs' bride. It's her birthday today, and um, hail to the Burgundy and Gold. I, I, I love Sam. He's tough. He played linebacker, and Briggs is godfather, by the way. Another one of those fun facts that you could just win a trivia contest with. Thank you very much. I love a dude that plays quarterback that's a linebacker, that played linebacker. I don't think he's done. I just, I'm looking for guys I think that have still have something in their tank that can win. And Peter's been from the Niners. I'm just wondering have we considered other alternatives to this quarterback situation? I'm just not certain that we've kind of, that we're done with this. We mentioned Kirk Cousins. I'm not certain that I want to go. I love Kirk. I mean, Kirk's highly efficient. I ain't mad at him. But I can't trust a guy coming off an Achilles. It's not a great athlete when I've got a sea of offensive line. I just don't think that's a good combination. I got to have a guy with a little juice and some athleticism in there. So am I completely insane to be looking outside of the box should they decide to get creative at that position? No, I don't because, you know, nothing is set in stone here. So maybe they take – a quarterback at two or via that number two overall pick. I certainly hope they do, but that doesn't mean that they're done at quarterback this off season. And if they decide that they want a veteran backup quarterback and maybe don't want Sam Howell as the backup quarterback, and I would push against that. I mean, I want Sam back on the team and uh, you know, maybe he's QB three, you know, who knows, but I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility that this team, this off season gets itself a veteran quarterback. And I have a hard time seeing Jacoby Brissett wanting to re-sign here, but, you know, I guess you never know. But, I mean, I would certainly be open to him being back. But, yeah, I mean, a guy like Darnold, who Peters knows, it's possible. You know, I, I don't think it's that far-fetched. I mean, I don't think you bring, you're not bringing him here to be your starter, right? But could you bring him here to be your backup, you know, a, a potential bridge starter, I guess? You know, although to me, if you're spending a number two overall pick on a quarterback, that guy needs to be your starter. And if he's not your starter – I think something's wrong. Like, the way it now works in the NFL, if you're good, you're playing from the get-go. And you're probably good from the get-go, too. It's not always the case, but more and more it has been the case. So, you know, I I would sort of say that. I'm trying to get three guys in the room. I don't think Brissett – I mean, he gave you everything. He was a seal. He sacrificed everything. You screwed him over completely. You lied to him. Clearly he was better than anybody you had. Everybody knew it. Then he took the bullet and played hurt for you. You owe him exit so he can go out and, and get, get a chance to play. No way you can do him a dirty again. So maybe you bring another guy. I, I think whoever you pick, I'm not giving them anything. It's a competition. That's their problem. Can't give anybody a job. You got to earn it. We got. I need three. Look at Cincinnati. Even when they got a bad man, he got hurt. They kept winning. They kept winning. There ain't no saviors in this game. You got to build a roster. So the way I'm looking at it, that the, what are we going to do with the position as a whole? There's no savior deal. We got to build a position. And I'm just not certain I understand the strategy. Well, I think you definitely need three. Right. I think what becomes tricky is if you're drafting a guy and you still have Sam, 
if you're a veteran, why would you want to come here? You know, unless you're given some sort of assurance. I think that's where. Well, he ain't gonna play in San Francisco unless Purdy gets hurt. That's what I'm saying. You look at. I'm looking at situations going. You're not gonna beat Brock out. That's a. That's for sure. So you're waiting on an injury there. Whereas here, you can look at this class and he can say, "Hell, ain't these guys all coming out better than them guys?" Yeah, well, if he sees it that way, then yeah. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I'm just trying to figure out an alternative that makes sense based on where we are and it not being fantasy. Because I don't want the Jets situation. I don't want another one of those deals. No, well, and we know how tight you are with Aaron Rodgers, so that's, you know, another Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. it's my boy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are on the same page on a lot of stuff. Absolutely, A-A-A-Rod. But, you know, the other thing, too, is this. Knowing this team, following this team as we all have, there's the what the situation is supposed to be, and there's what the situation ends up being. Thank and you. Washington Thank you. history is filled with quarterback situations that were supposed to go one way and ended up going another way, right? right. I mean, right. going back to Jay Schrader and Doug Williams, right. was supposed to be Jay, ended up Doug. Heath Schuler, Gus Farratt was supposed right. to be Heath, ended up Gus. Robert and Kirk, supposed to be Robert, ended up Kirk. So, yeah, like, I think you have to be open to anything. And, and that's why even with Sam Howell, like, no, you can't go into next season with him as the starter. But who's to say at some point he doesn't wind up being the starter again? Like, right. weird things happen at quarterback. You're right. So you need multiple options. And that absolutely is a way to be thinking about this offseason. It's good stuff. Anything you got to promote? You opening? Uh, you uh, Atlantic City, Vegas? You on tour? Any announcements you want to make? Uh, well, I'm, I'm keeping those to myself for now. But Al Galdi podcast three year anniversary show coming out tomorrow morning. Doc, three what? years we've been at this uh, talking Commanders every show. Uh, great guests throughout uh, this week and next week talking draft and free agency. So invite everyone to check it out. Absolutely, man, and I'll make sure I tell my agent that if you people decide to call, I'm available. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right, good You're not deal. Easy to negotiate with. But no, no, you. but for you, like I said, I'm always available. I appreciate. All right, that. good thank deal. You. Hey, Al, thank you, man. I really appreciate this. Anytime. All right, thank, thank you, you, brother. I'll tell you what his coach would say. Al Galdi, simply one of the best. All right, we'll give you a chance to. You can join us on the Ace Law Listener Line. In a wreck, Ace Law helps you get a check. Call 888-ACE-LAW on the listener line. You know what? We're not as privileged as the rooster. We don't get the guests to go on locations and get everybody bringing us all the guests or whatever. We got to sit out here and hitchhike hitchhike and do it the old-fashioned way. But, hey, we still going to make a dent in this program. You can tap in and join us, should you please, 301-230-0980 as the number. Holla back. We'll be right back. Ah, just like riding a bike. They say you never lose the skills. My boy Galdi, man. I'll tell you what, man. It's just Jack, Galdi, B. Mitch, smoking, Al a coking. Tell you what, boy. It uh, did a little damage. And it's always good to uh, connect and uh, talk the game. And the game is still the same game. It's try, trying to build it. We're, not, we're almost in the same place we were last time we connected. And we tr- got to try to make that move. 
It's combine time. It is uh, evaluation time. For staff, this is a new staff, and the rooster, he did a great job today on location at uh, Commander's Park giving you one-on-ones with uh, the new breed, new coaches, new staff, letting you get voices. I mean, you got to have, I mean, identification tabs and cards wearing now just to get through people. Good um, hearing Ken Norton's voice. He's a stud, great player, um, coach, leader. And uh, you can't be, you just can't suck if Norton's on your sidelines because he'll in, he could he could put a uniform on and outplay his players. But no, I'm very happy with the group that's put together. But it doesn't mean squat if they don't get the players to buy in, because we're in a remodeling deal. We're in a redo. We've got to flip the script. Whenever you're trying to change a pattern. A pattern of behavior. You know, I was listening to a lot of the shows coming in and B. Mitch and Finley and, you know, Grant and Danny, the, the junks this morning, man, and guys are all saying the same things and it's very relevant to it. Everybody has good intentions, but you really have to realize that the last outfit was trying. They weren't not trying, they were trying. You, you really got to realize how difficult it is to work yourself out of a funk when your environment is rotten. It's almost like somebody's let a gas in, an odor, a place, a, like they say, a sleep agent that has seeped in, and you got to purify the oxygen in the building. You got to get all that rotten, stale, past odor out. You got to clean the blood. You got to clean everything and start over. And then you got to rededicate yourself to get yourself in better condition because this is going to be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Uphill climb when very few people respect you. Your team is not very good because you don't have a lot of good players. And you've got to try to rebuild this. And all the enthusiasm in the world does not help you move a man that doesn't want to be moved out of the way. That takes strength. There's not an algorithm. There's not anything math-related that can help you physically get out of a jam if somebody's trying to kick your behind. So all of that math, can't help you in short yardage and goal line. You got to get back to basics and quit filling your mind up with all this math, analytics. Get your hand back in the dirt, bend your knees, bow your neck, and knock the absolute tar out of somebody. Let's go back to the lines. JYD. Welcome to Nine. Hey, how are you doing, Jock? I'm I'm doing better. What's going on? Well, first of all, yes, we want a quarterback room of three quarterbacks, mm-hmm. and we want we look, we need a quarterback that is coming in 
that is hungry, but all that that's hungry that wants to kick butt because he wants to start or whatever as a backup. He wants to start. He wants to show what he can do. He want, but also we need him to uh, to be a bridge to show these two young quarterbacks. If 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 if, if, if uh, what's the guy? If 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 his if his if his Jalen or or Drake or, or whatever, we want him to be the show and and other guys who would how to show them how to be court to continue to show them how to be quarterbacks in the NFL, how to prepare. And, of course, the perfect guy for that is, is, is Kobe Brissett. But I don't think he'll be – I don't think he'll be here again the next year or whatever. But, you know, you got guys like Andy Dalton or, or, or somebody like that who also could come in and, 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 and fill that, and fill that uh, a tight position as well or whatever. But when you draft a quarterback, you need to make sure, first of all, does he love football? Is he willing to stay three or four hours extra to, to study? Does he take his tablet home and does he just throw it on the sofa or does he take, take the time to study at home as well or whatever? It's football, football, football uh, all to wait to the end of, uh, uh, to the end of January. So, it sounds crazy. You also need a quarterback who – Footwork and everything is in sync. Not 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 having a guy come in and say, "Oh well, we got to teach him, you know, how to plant his feet and how to do this and how to get this out of this throw or whatever." No, you need to be able to come in and already have that, or already have that in your repertoire, to all, or whatever. And the next thing you need to have is, of course, like I said, you know, there's there's a lot of quarterbacks who played in the NFL. Like we talk about Penix, you know, about his injuries or whatever. Well, the kid can throw. And I know a whole lot of quarterbacks, and I know you do know them, Doc, too, who came into the league, who, who played every Sunday with their knees wrapped, with, with knees braces on, and they threw from the pocket. And damn sure, a lot of them won Super Bowls. And one of them is Joe Willie Namer. So all this stuff about whatever, you know, whatever. Hey. When the kid went, and does the guy, can he, does he come in with your system? Can he, does, does he produce in your system? Is he conducive to your system? Because you don't know anything until you get in behind your offensive line and start running your plays. Well, I'm going to tell you something, J.Y.D., appreciate the call. They better damn well make sure they got a lot of that figured out before they pick him. If not, then we picked the wrong people. Lap, you are next. Here on the Hoffman program, welcome. Hey, what's up, DOC? Tell uh, me. Shout out to Southeast Ant Man. I was uh, just showing you some love, man. You doing a fine job mm-hmm. whenever you on the air, and when you filling in for others, man. I, you know, the fans, we appreciate you, bro. Hey, bro, substitute teacher, man. man. You but know what I mean? You got to come yep. in and clean it up. Make sure the students yep. still get their lesson. Yeah, yeah, teaching, man, teaching. I know that. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm saying we got to go with this quarterback. Good interview with Gaudy, man. That's my guy, man. It's good to hear him, man. I'm glad he's doing well too. Um, yeah, we got to go with this quarterback, man. I, I want Daniels, man, and and uh, I just, I just want to hit, man, on this, this pick, man. And I'm just hoping 
we could get out, get our turn, man, you know, for a change of culture and everything and winning, man. I'm just excited. And um, I just want to see what direction they going right now so we can, we'll have a better idea, you know what I'm saying, after the draft and the free agency and all of that to see what, what, what direction they're going, you know, completely once we see it and then we can kind of see it on the field and, and go from there, man. But I'm excited, man. But let's let's get this pick, get this right, man, because, you know, sad with RG3 didn't work out. sad when Dwayne Haskins didn't win. We just could never, you know what I'm saying, get that quarterback or get what we need to, to win, man. So hopefully that's going to that's gonna change. So, so Third time man, could be the uh, charm. Appreciate I, that lap. Going yeah. to Telly. Telly, you are next here on 980. Welcome. Hey. Hello to the Redskins, my man DOC, hey man. Hey look, I, I look I look for for the day. I'm I might have missed it. I, I know I missed the intro, Doc. But uh come on here, man. We gotta get 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 some J V on, on on the scene, man. Get some J V bringing in my man D O C. No, he did his thing. He did his thing. He did his thing. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did, he did. Yeah, he got back to basics. Yeah. He wouldn't be he wouldn't be Anthony if he didn't if he followed instructions. He wouldn't be Anthony. No, no doubt, man. But you know what I'm looking for, man. Um, of course, I'm I'm, I'm looking for them to draft their Q, QB. I did like the the concept of what uh, Shanahan did. He drafted another one. Um, you can't have too many. Um, far too long around this town. It's been a whole lot of losers speak about, oh, you can't have somebody on the bench that's making somebody uncomfortable and all that. Look, I want I want every every person that's not starting to make somebody uncomfortable for for them to 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 have a chance of them losing their job if they're not on their A game. So to me, that breeds competition. So I don't care about you being uncomfortable or none of that. So I'm hoping that that attitude is being brought here, so we'll have competition across the board, including with our coaching staff. Hell to the Redskins, brother. You be easy, my man. And how we looking? Ant, we good? Yeah, we take one more. We'll get doctor in. Okay, Sabah, welcome to the hey, Ace hey, Law hey, Listener hey. Line. What's going on, Sabah? Yeah. Oh. I just uh, want to chime in since, you know, you cover, you uh, watch out for my daughter's eye. Well, she just got an all-conference first team for the second straight season, and she won Scholar Athlete of the Year. So, really? Good. Very, very proud. Oh, my goodness. Very proud. Man, her fa- I know her father is really, really happy she's taken after yeah. her father. Oh, her father? <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. That <laughs> happened in fall, fall from that mama's tree, baby. <laughs> Anyhow, um... Now that uh, Telly, he sounds a lot like Polly in the five seven seven. Does he got a twin brother or something? You know what, Polly's not going to think... be happy with you saying that. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize, Polly. I didn't mean to. You know, sometimes you can't help who your relatives are. Anyhow, um, so I'm torn on this quarterback. You know, Haney uh, said, uh, Anthony said, "Look, would you want a veteran?" I said, "No way. Not even Kirk Cousins." Said, "No, because too expensive." Then he said, "Taylor Heineke." And I can't believe it. I said, yeah, I'll take him. Maybe he can mentor the, the young bucks, you know. So I definitely don't want Daniels over May, but I don't think I want any of them, Doc. I think I want to trade back and bring Taylor in here 
so he can um, treat J.J. McCarthy and maybe, you know, Sam Howell, finger to about quarterbacking. So I'm just scared. I'm scared to take these guys at the top because there's too much pressure on them. Too much pressure on them, the coaches, the organization, everybody. Look at Justin Fields. He's finally kind of figuring his way. He's out of there. Um, uh, who's the other guy? Jordan, uh, Jordan Love had to sit there forever, and now he shows a little bit of something. They feel pressure to keep him. So I think you just pressure makes you make bad decisions as an organization, and that's what I'm worried about. Well, you've mentioned the guys that haven't been able to cut it, but then there are those that, that have, and they've gone through it, and they've done well. It, it just depends on who it is. I mean, I, we don't lower the bar. We raise the bar, and they elevate to it, or we go to the next one. You know do that. Do we give them time? See, do we give them time? We give them what we give them. We what give them they we give what them what they, they get. Well, and look, look, you know what it do. is. You know yeah, what it me. is. You the know? best talent yeah. goes to the dumbest group. That's the way it that is. is the true. system works that way. You know what it is. It's not yeah. like we're that we're given the dumbest group gets the guy with the most talent. That's the way the system is yeah. set up. So it's an inexact system. It's never was really designed for success. So it's right. no different than the NIL, the NCAA. Why are we acting like we're shocked? So then why should we pick a quarterback number two? You know 90% of the time it ain't going to work out. Well, because I mean, after even when it failure. Works out, it well, works out for another team. Well, but Dog, because this group. Of Matt. This what? group do we have with Peters? This is why we're we're doing okay. If this were not a talk show, talk show, and we were doing this for a living, no way in the hell I'd be at a bar even bringing this topic up because it's not my job. Right. That's Peters' right. job. That's what they've got to worry about, and they will figure it out because that's their job, and they'll go about it systematically to figure out how do you put a team together, and you're going to have to have some age and George Stark. You told. Age and experience, youth and enthusiasm. It's a blend. You got to have a blend. It's like building a team. They have a job too. Who? They have a job too, the weathermen, right? They have all these models they look at. And they're wrong more than they're right. Yeah, but you know, and I do know that supermarket business is tied into that. Come on, we ain't going to get <laughs> taking that trap. The bread and the milk out. Yeah, damn yeah. right. They throw that thing out. We'd run over there and buy stuff. I know, Come on. Come on, we're yeah, better than that. Stuff. Let's just keep playing dumb like we don't know. All right? You know what she – and you know, Kevin, we love Kevin. How much you – Kevin probably made four or $500,000 last week when he went through that whole snow thing he did, weather forecast, and he acted like he was so disappointed (laughs) that he didn't hit it right, wink, wink. I mean, that was probably a few hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, hey, it's okay. We get it. That's what we are. We're a wink, wink society. Just be, just be glad you're on this side of it in sports. Thanks, Abar. We're going to run up on a break right now. We appreciate all of you, uh, courtesy of the Ace Law listener line. In a wreck, Ace Law helps you get a check. Call 888-ACE-LAW. And it's the number two pick in the 2024 NFL draft. You don't really want to be drafting number two this often. We seem to be there with some frequency which is not good. You don't want to be bragging about this. Hopefully this is the last time we're going to be this high for quite some time because this sucks, to be quite honest with you. But we're going to fight our way through it right here on Team 980. Stick and stay. 
not only do we have the upcoming NFL draft to deal with, but the combine, Indianapolis to site, as uh, we take the athletes out and make them feel like cattle and uh, put them on display. And believe me, for the money they're about to pick up, they don't mind. But we will also, today, um, we're going to have the Bulldog join us and give us uh, Kedrick Golston and to describe what it's like to go through the process. And tomorrow we'll get it uh, from an offensive standpoint. Again, Lamont will share with us what it's like to go through and be tested. Um, Some of these tests... I've never agreed with, never quite understood the basis behind a lot of these tests that are not all developed on on a level playing field for all the participants. Because you can't give something across the board to everyone that doesn't have the same background to bring them to the table for a, a, a quote, a test. But anyway, we'll go through that, and we've known in the past that that uh, some of these things have been slanted towards some of the participants. But, uh, Marco, you've been really patient. I'm going to get you on the line. Golson will join us. Top of the hour. Don't miss that, and we will jump to that. And not necessarily the um, – in top of the 5 o'clock hour, we'll get to that. Mark, thanks for being patient here on the Hoffman Show. What can we do for you? Mark going once. Hello. Yes, there you go. How are you? Oh, good. Yeah, it's Mark from Springfield. Hey, Mark, how you doing? What's Springfield got going on? <laughs> Same stuff, different day. All right, good deal. Um, hey, Doc, it's a pleasure to hear from you. Um, I think the most important thing in terms of drafting a quarterback is accuracy. Yeah. I've heard a lot of different quarterbacks and talking heads say you can teach a lot of things, mm-hmm. but you can't teach accuracy. Amen. So I would like to draft the quarterback that is the most accurate with all of the throws that need to be made. The second thing that I think is most important is reading the defense. You need to be able to read the defense and adjust in order to go through at least three progressions. So I want someone that can read the defense and go through three progressions in order to hit the most open and the best possible receiver in terms of distance and in terms of possible scores. So your guy got to have been on a good team because ain't nobody going through no three progressions on a bad team. He getting his behind sacked. Well, well, that's probably true, but sometimes in the pros you need to get down to that third progression. So I'm good with the first two. And then the third thing is to be able to react and either react in the pocket, run outside the pocket, maybe run a little right to left, and maybe run a little forward down the field if that is open for you. I think those are the three most important characteristics for a quarterback. You know, I'm Mark, not sure can I share this with you? Can I share this with you? Sure. You said that is if you were reading that like out of a manual. And I'm going to say, let me tell you what I would say to you. Imagine somebody breaking into your house, and I told you, I said, Mark, here's the four things I want to suggest to you 
if you think an intruder is coming into your home. Now, when I, t- when I say these things to you, you said, check three things. I'm going to go, you hear glass break. When, when things happen in real time, your pressure gets accelerated. We tend to panic. We tend to hurry up. You tend to see things that necessarily may not be there. Everything the way you calmly laid that out to me was smooth. When we see it in real time, it's never that smooth. I don't see anybody be that calm under pressure because they don't have that kind of time unless they were a really good team. And you know what happens to these guys that go get drafted high? They were a really bad team. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I'm just saying realistically, it doesn't make sense. What you're saying is right. But what I'm telling you is that it never works out that way because they end up going to a dumb team, a team that's not very good and is not managed properly. That's what happens. That's why we end up in this mess all the time because the team that gets to pick first is the team with the worst management and the worst direction. That's why I don't want to BS people. Yeah, I don't like to BS people and make it sound like when I'm listening, driving around, I hate it when people don't tell people the truth. It's not what you think it is. It never works that way. That's why most teams that lose continue to lose because they don't get it fixed because it's not what they're telling you. This is not Madden. This is not fantasy. This is not wagering. Somebody's trying to kick your ass full speed. Stuff happens quickly. And you either got to get the ball out of your hands, which we had a kid. I like Howell a lot. What did he do? He ate the ball. You saw it. What did he do? He held onto the ball. Think he wanted to do that on purpose? No, he was trying to do the best he could. Can you tell me, Mark? Why did he keep holding on to the ball? Why? I don't know, Doc. I don't either. I'm just telling you. But this is what happens. Right. This is what happens. So people lose their jobs. A guy got run out of town. And all I'm telling you is that this is not as easy as people try to make you think it is. Don't fall for that okie doke. This is complicated. Ain't no one button or one pill that fixes it. Well, then what is it that you look for, Doc, when you're evaluating a quarterback to see who is the best quarterback? This is what I've been saying. If you've been listening to me, I look for a guy that's been coached by a badass. All right? Not a simple Simon. I like the kid out of LSU because he's coached by a jackass. First of all, you got to be fleet of foot. And you got to get the ball out your hands. I like the kid from the SEC. I want you from the toughest division where you had the best pass rushers. I have to see your skill level where you're pressured. I can't take you from a weak division. That's just my two cents on it. Got to go to break. We'll continue top of the hour with a man who's been hit in the mouth multiple times and fought back. Golston, 5 o'clock, right here on the Hoffman Show. 